Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. So the other day I was um, reading a magazine and it says 63% of Americans, it said Americans, but I'm sure this applies all over, 63% of Americans do not have enough in savings to cover a $500 emergency. So 63% is a large number, that's well over half, and I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty alarming. So as a financial coach, I often teach my clients one of the first things that they need to do is build uh, emergency funds. So today I took a few notes and I just wanted to discuss this because that article really stuck out to me. And again, it was on Forbes.com if you wanted to read it. Um, I just want to start off by by clarifying what is a financial emergency or what is an emergency fund and why you need one. So what an emergency fund is, it's just a savings account that holds the money that you can use whenever a financial emergency arises. And I think a lot of people, as they move through life and they're, they're dealing with their money, they kind of hope and wish that nothing, no financial uh, mishaps will ever happen. And that's just simply untrue. Nine times out of 10, you are going to have a financial emergency. So it's very wise to plan for it. So whenever you do create your emergency fund and keep money in that savings account, you are planning to allow that money to help absorb any financial emergencies that arise. So it's, it won't harm your budget that you're on right now and also any financial goals you are achieving. When I was becoming financially stable, um, a little bit of background about me if you don't know who I am. Um, I've been a financial coach for about the last five years. Um, built my business for the last year and a half. Um, and before I became a financial coach after I graduated college, uh, I was a single mom and I dug my own self out of the financial trenches and it was tough and building an emergency fund in the beginning is, you know, a little hard, but if you, if you have the right mindset, um, it's attainable. And so always having that money set aside for financial emergencies is so key especially like i said i was in college i was a full-time mom i was a single mom like something always came up uh i needed a root canal because i broke i grinded my teeth and i broke a tooth i had that happen a couple times actually um my daughter had to get tools put in her ears and i had a copay uh, car trouble, you know, things like that. Just imagine if I had to stop my budget or stop trying to attain financial freedom just to pay for these small little emergencies, how long it would have t taken me to achieve whatever I was trying to achieve. So that's one thing I always tell my clients is plan for success. Do not set yourself up for failure and not having an emergency fund is setting yourself up for failure. So let's talk about a major key. If you value financial freedom like I do, which means you don't have to rely on somebody else's money, you can rely on your own income to pay for your expenses every month. If you value financial freedom, 
having an emergency fund allows you to get there. So let's say, for example, if you have $3,000 coming in and your expenses equal $3,000 and your car breaks down or if you have a flat tire, where are you going to get that money to fix your car so you can go to work to make more money? You might have to borrow money. And if you are on a financial plan that's caught, that's allowing you to pay off debt, but yet you just got need to get in debt right now in order to pay, you know, in order to get to work, in order to fix your car, you're going backwards in time. You're starting to accumulate more debt while trying to pay it off. So that's another thing. If you are really trying to work on financial freedom and becoming debt free, you really, really, really need a solid emergency fund to make sure you can keep progressing towards financial freedom and not backtracking. So a question that I always get is how much should I have in my emergency fund? I always tell individuals who are still in debt to save about $2,000. $2,000 uh, or approximate around there um, will cover most financial emergencies that you'll come across. So if you have any dental emergencies, if you have a kid that's sick or you know need a copay for a hospital visit or if you have to get an ambulance or um, any car issues, things like that, $2,000 should cover that. Um, if you are debt-free, you should strive to have three to, six, three to six months worth of living expenses. And that can be considered an emergency fund, but that's also just your general savings, right? So your liquid savings that you are able to access at any given time. And when you start progressing towards three to six months worth of living expenses, you can start using that money in there to have um, for like a vacation. It's just also like your general savings. So be, while you're in debt or when you're trying to attain financial stability, um, which means you might be living check to check or you're just trying to get your financial footing. Um, having 2000 is a great start. If you are debt free and you're like, okay, a financial goal of mine is to start building my savings three to six months worth of living expenses. Now, what happens if you need to spend money from your emergency fund? So a lot of people I talk to, they kind of like get, get discouraged whenever that financial emergency does come about and they do need to go to their savings account to get some money. That is perfectly fine. So the whole point of your emergency fund is to use it in the case of an emergency. So let's say if you were hit with an emergency that was uh, $1,500 and you had $2,000 in your emergency fund savings account and you're like, oh my goodness, I, it took me so long or it took me you know, quite a, a few hours at work extra and overtime to get to my emergency fund this and now I have to pay $1,500 to get my car out the shop. Like what am I gonna do? You're going to pay that $1,500 and then you're going to work back. You're going to do the steps that you took to get your emergency fund to $2,000 to get it back there. So um, whenever I notice people who are, how do I want to say this? They struggle with spending money. They usually have a bad relationship with it. And that's another thing. Um, Money is to be spent, right? It's just a financial tool to get what you need to get. It is a, that is it. Like, it is not to be hoarded. It is not to be praised. It is not to be uh, held tightly on. Like, that's not what money is for. It's literally supposed to flow in and out your life. That's it. So whenever you have to give money, you need to expect it in return. So as a believer, I'm a woman of God. So as a believer, I believe that, um, 
you can manage your money with an open fist and trust that God will give you the provision to to replenish your emergency fund savings account. I feel like we don't talk about this enough because again, a lot of people are walking around with a lack mindset with a closed fist on money and every little money, every little dollar that they earn, they have to save it and they have to hold on to it and they don't wanna you know, invest in themselves or invest in their homes or invest in their business or invest in anything because they just wanna hold on to that money and that's not what money is for. Literally, you can um, operate, stop operating in a place of lack and start operating in a place of abundance. Ask God to heal you from that lack mindset, but also believe God that he will send provision each and every day that would allow your income to be restored and allow your, um, your accounts and your financial goals to be, you know, uh, accomplished if you do what he tells you to do. So a lot of that when you hear the law of reciprocity or giving to get to to receive that's called activating the law of reciprocity in your life if you are not a giver things will not come to you naturally and supernaturally so another thing i've noticed is that those who are struggling with using their money that's in their savings account is they don't give they're not a free giver they're holding on to that money they're holding it close to them for dear life and money can't flow to you or or from you with a closed fist so manifesting more money can be can come in many forms and if you trust god that he will manifest more money um, in your life you have to be open to it for example um Again, let's say if your your savings account is on 500, you need to get it back up to 2000. If somebody is offering child care for your children so you can make extra money, that is a manifestation of the Lord helping you earn more money. If you um, have a new side business idea that you can earn more money very quickly, that is another manifestation. You have to be open to new forms of and new ways of increasing your income so you can build your savings account you know, back quickly. So just to wrap up here, a few more questions that I constantly get about uh, emergency funds. You can use a standard savings account. You do not need like a fancy spancy money market if you are only saving 2,000. Now, if you have above 3,000, if you're doing the three to six months worth of living expenses, then you should probably have a money market account and um, you'll be able to get both of these at your, your um, whatever credit union or bank that you're using right now. So if you're saving less than 2,000, 2,000 or less, use a standard savings account. Above 2,500, above 3,000, use a money market account. And what a money market account is, is, is a savings account, but you get a higher interest rate every month. And so with a money market account, you have to leave and have a, a minimum balance of about 3000 2500 in there at all times, and it has to be, stay there. So if you are not ready to, if you're not in a financial situation where you can keep four to five to $6,000 in a savings account at a time, just go with the regular savings account. And so lastly, one thing I want to talk about is paying yourself first. So whenever you get a check, one of the first things that you should do is number one, tithe. Remember we talked about giving, the law of reciprocity. Give 10% of your earnings. Usually that could be at church through tithing. If you're a believer, if not, you can find somebody in your local area, somebody, uh, a student that needs help with student loans, um, a local 
food shelter, kids food basket, anywhere you can give 10% of your income, um, that is good because that activates the law of reciprocity and then money flows easily back into your life once you do that. Secondly, since we're talking about emergency funds, to always put money aside always so even if you feel like if you save this month or this week you won't have enough to pay your bills you still need to save money first it is more important to make sure you have money saved than it is to pay your comcast bill or it is to pay your student loans off that is because if something happened and you lose your job tomorrow you still need to make sure you can pay your rent or eat food so it is more important each and every time you get paid to save, save a percentage of that than to just try to dish it all out and send all of your money back out, okay? So if you are debt, still in debt and you aren't um, in a financial level that, level that you want to be where you rely on most of your income, try to put 10% away. So let's say if you get paid $500, try to put $50 away in your emergency fund savings account until you build it up to $2,000. Does that make sense? Um, again, build yourself up for success. Do not just bank on not ever receiving a financial emergency because nine times out of 10, you will. Do not be one of those 63% who cannot afford a $500 financial emergency. If that is you and you are watching this, build your emergency fund account starting now starting today to at least $2,000 and leave it there for a financial emergency, okay? I'm Tara Jones, your pretty personal finance coach and creator of yourprettypennies.com. And until next time, I'll talk to you later.